We in the office. There's a price you pay for the game you play. Oh! We in the office. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Say It How You Feel. Tonight, we have some deep shit for you guys. We're going to be hitting some heartstrings today. We're going to be talking about some real stuff. But uh, please, bear with us. A lot of things we're talking about is opinionated, but there are a lot of facts supporting it. Okay. And uh, we're going to be talking about a tale of two cities, right? Mm. Two different Americas, two different lifestyles. And we want you guys to voice your opinions, either through comments, text, you know, post. But we definitely want to hear what you guys think as well, listening from this episode. Because it's not just us, it's everyone as a whole, you know. We are one nation, undivided. <laughs> so, without further ado, I'm Say. I'm Free. And I'm Mo. And this is Say How You Feel. Oh, and here we are, right? So I'm going to start this out real quick. Uh, racism is not based on some empirical generalization. It is based rather on an ontological affirmation. And that's a quote from the honorable ancestor, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. The meaning these systems and these people have been put in place. And that bias that they have, that, that, that hatred, that superior complex is really like faith in God almost. It's like a religion. You know, it's it's it really is it ties deep. It ties a lot deeper than, than people want to admit, you know. And I feel like that's one reason why it's so entwined into everything in American society. Mm. It's a ideology. And the more you continue to tell yourself like, you know, it's like a convincing yourself that the lies are true if you continue to tell yourself that over time you be, you begin to believe it so it's a false reality mm. these motherfuckers living in the matrix bro <laughs> i basically i personally believe right when it comes to when it comes to race in america and when it comes to our systems and everything that we have in place in america uh it is it's deep man uh, I know we talk about this shit all the time and Mo had a very good point. He said, nothing moves in America without the black man and black woman pushing it and driving it. We can go all the way back to the beginning of when this country was founded and what it was founded on. And the black face and the black hands have been behind it from the beginning. So it's just, it's, it's interesting to see that, you know, when you really, when you break down the ideology the religion, the faith, the stereotypes and the stigmas and everything that comes with it, how ingrained it is to where if you oppose it, it almost seems like it's un-American. Yep. And that it, is why this it, it is un-American <laughs> to oppose those systems. Yep. And it's crazy, man. When we talk about a tale of two cities, right? there is a countless of stories we could talk about where uh, people weren't treated fairly and the only difference or factor or variable was race, right? A perfect thing that I, a perfect story or analogy or breakdown is Breonna Taylor, right? We had a young woman in her home, in a comfort of her own home, right? Mind her own business, sleeping, um, was abruptly woken up, right, by knocking, and in the middle of everything that was that was going on, was caught in the middle of crossfire, essentially, right? Killed in her own home. 
and it took months before anything was done, right? That's a fact. This is a fact. And even now to this very day, they are denying any type of allegations that anything was done wrong. Everything was done by the book, even though we have countless amounts of evidence proving that that is not the case. And then we have someone who decides they want to riot the Capitol and is shot in the process, right? And people are outraged. Tell me, how does that even make any sense? It clearly does not make any sense. And that is a perfect example of a tale of two different Americas. Mm -hmm. You know, and it, it breaks down also when you talk about these two different Americas is how you got these bastards saying, you know, if they want my guns, they're going to have to come take them, come prime from my cold, dead hands. And this man was in his home in the middle of the night and there was a no knock warrant. No knock. He grabbed his shit as he was supposed to. Luckily, he didn't have better training. But, you know what I'm saying, the whole whole thing is he, nobody announced himself. He was letting off. He was defending his castle. And he's saying people are saying, well, why did he have a gun? And what the fuck do you mean? Does the, the Second all, Amendment, does that only apply to It's an open carry state. It's an open carry state. So why do you have, so it really comes down to the lawmakers. Why is it that it's a law, uh, it's a, um open carry state, but yet there's no knock warrants? Those two don't mix together. They all. don't mix together. And that's just that's just common sense. And I'm not a lawmaker. I don't I don't have, um, you know, the the same level of education as a lawmaker does or anyone that's within the field. And I know that that does not make sense. Like you say and Mo say, make it make sense, please. Make it make sense. God damn. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you guys off. It, nah, it's all good, bro. It, it, yeah, that's that's just one, right? I give you another one that I is one that I still I still like. It hits hard, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Cleef Broder, mm. right? The man, still... he spent three years in jail for a crime he did not commit. He did not steal anything. He didn't have any guns on him. He didn't do anything that was against the law. And for three years, he sat because. The justice system failed him, and there was no way for him to financially afford a way out. He was lost in the judicial system. I don't for like three to... fucking years. The system didn't fail him. They set him up. They took that man. They legit took him, even if he did commit that crime. Which he didn't. Which he didn't. Which he did not. But if he did, knock on wood, who in the fuck would get a three-year sentence in jail solitary confinement right no he, he didn't even get it he didn't get a sentence bro he, he didn't get sat a, he in jail floating. pending floating. a trial because yeah. he could not afford either bail or he could not afford any other way to get out so because of that they sat and they kept postponing and postponing and then on top of that the only way he could survive right was him getting mixed mixed up in everything that was going on he ended up in, in uh, solitary confinement just for just to survive, just so that he could survive. He was Damn. a minor when they locked him up. He right? was a minor when they locked him up. On top of that, so you threw a kid in here with wolves. You know what you thought was going to happen. It's either mm -hmm. you going to eat or get ate. At the end of the day, what ended up happening with that case is the fact of there was a person that was lost in the system. The whole right to a speedy trial bullshit goes out the fucking window when you're talking about a place that has millions on top of millions of people living on top of each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
So it's, he, he was lost in the system. He, there, there was no way out. He had nothing. He, there, there was nothing he could yeah. do at that point. How many other cases are there like that, though? You know, how many yes. other people are just lost in the system? And that's why it's, it's the shit's broken. We all know it's broken. We have the power to fix things now. You know, people need to start making some moves to if we look at, you know, having a black president or having a, a black vice president as progress. What about the things that come with that progress? OK, well, since we you know, since those are the people that we see seeing now, mm-hmm. right? you know, how come? we still got these bullshit laws in place that, you know, monopolize black bodies, you know? But, not to take away, but to get back to the point, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. That young man, nah, it's all good. That young young man spent three years of his life, right, behind bars when there was absolutely no need to, okay? And then you have someone who, again, goes to the Capitol, steals fucking information, and then makes an attempt to sell it to Russia, right? Or declares that they're going to commit treason, right? And guess what they get to do at the end of the night? Still go home. I'm gonna go home my mom and kick my feet up. Hmm. Where was she from, Mo? She actually happens to be from uh, the <laughs> Harrisburg area in Pennsylvania. That's crazy. Isn't that That's something? Insane, right here in Central PA. Damn. <laughs> Bro, so, make it make know. sense, dogs. Yeah, make it make yeah, sense, dog. Please you know, but then it. you look at, you know, we, we talk about that, and then, then we look at, you know, a 12-year-old boy that's out um, playing with a toy gun at a park and is shot mm. within, what, six seconds of officers arriving on scene? It was less than 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. They got on scene, and they murdered this boy playing in a park with a toy gun, an obvious adolescent. And then... And, you know, you have a mass murderer who decides to go into a church and you know, kill nine kill people, a, kill a bunch of people that's praying, you know, chilling. And this kid gets a vest and taking a fucking Burger King. And this, this is an obvious separation in what we classify as a a human who is worthy of life at this point. You know what I'm saying? Who's worth what, 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 what? The punishment that comes with your skin color is a death sentence. Mm. And that is insane. Here we are in the 21st century. Mm. And this is still the case. Yep. Your, yo, your skin color comes with a death sentence. Comes with that, and, that, and that's on all facets of the word. They want right. to do testing. They want to do fucking experiments. Who are we going to choose first? Yeah, I'm fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't gonna choose first. I'm not getting the COVID. Listen, I'm just saying it's on all we can go back to when they're doing syphilis. Syphilis down yeah. in Tuskegee. Come on mm. now. You're mm. you're literally, bro, your skin color comes with a death sentence. And or, throughout history, bro. We can yeah. even go where you know they're giving these black women hysterectomies to without their knowledge. Mm. You know? Making these women barren without their knowledge. That's okay. crazy. Experimenting on, you know, these other humans. And we're looked at as less than. Most of us don't know where uh, where we come from, our heritage, our culture, like going hundreds and hundreds of years. We got to go through a fucking app just to, uh, or, or um, not even, you know, 
Because who the fuck knows if that's accurate or not? Exactly. And all of that is perpetuated by the white man, brothers. <laughs> These are all caucus systems put into place to make you wonder <laughs> and question and give you this false information that you came from a certain place. They don't know where the fuck you came from. How, right. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Right. But as you were saying, free. Um, <laughs> no, it's not, it's, not, it's it's like crazy outlandish, and um, and you could take it as far you can you know you can use your imagination and take it as far as you want. But I um sometimes I do think you know racism was based off a of fear that they have towards um you know black and brown people because they know what we're capable of, they know our true potential, they know our history, and we don't know our own history, and mm. that is what they um benefit. They they benefit from us being suppressed by our own knowledge, our own um, culture, where we truly, Bro, truly come from. What is it, what, what, again, history major, right? What happens when you win a victory or you conquer a nation? What do you do as a you conqueror? erase their history. That's right, that's, that's a fact. Like that is what you do. And there is, is a reason for why you do that, right? And they also say it's a reason why it's called his story, right? It's their version of it. So it, that has always been the premise for conquering others and erasing others. Do you know how much information it, that was lost in so many wars going predated so many years back in the Middle East alone? You know, it, it, it's not surprising. And it, continue, it, it continues to unfold that way. Even in America to this day, right, they're still changing textbooks to say slavery was a choice i heard in texas they have textbooks that say slavery was a choice they call no, no, no. slaves immigrants they call no, no. Slaves immigrants they, they didn't say slavery was a choice i think they said that um that uh, they pulled the, the slaves, kanye that the slaves had a had a good had a good life they also made it seem like oh yeah i love it here this is awesome i get this was great now, damn, but you know this is all, it's all right i get fed i mean shit nah bro i guess to eat i guess the same i guess to work all day Come on, <laughs> i'm telling you bro it's <laughs> It's beyond that, right? It go, yeah. It's so deep. It's so deep ingrained into everything we do. But then let's talk about what we bring to the table as a people, as a culture, right? When you think, and I, again, Mo hit that shit. He hit the nail on the head. When you think about every single thing that Black people have done for America, what the fuck have they done for us? When it comes to the music, the culture, just the style, the soul, the energy, right? I know, you know, back in the 60s, back with Motown, all those other records, and they had everything segregated, right? And the, mu and the music was, was, was blowing back then. So the motherfuckers were singing, right? They would always have voiceovers. They called Elvis Presley the king, right? Who the fuck was he getting his music from? There was a whole dude. There was a whole nother man. Like, there was a black dude that Elvis stole his persona, everything style, from. Everything That's from, right, bro. Everything. Everything. On top of and that, he's not Elvis, the only one. On top of that, no. Elvis, uh, Elvis, like little kids. So I mean, mm. that's just adding to the slime ball. Exactly. I, I just felt like doing that. I just felt like doing that. <laughs> he's you like, boo, boo, get him. Locked on. You know, the, the the biggest thing, bro, is that you know it's not even strictly in an entertainment facet. You think about other advancements that have happened here on American soil by the hands of black inventors that made life mm. better. Right. Mm. And th those inventions that have been stolen and rebranded and renamed. Right. Mm. Now is the time for a change to happen. Got to shake shit up. You got to shake the tree. Now is the time. 
Now's yep. the time. This this two Americas, this two cities thing can be. Um, it's still gonna be two Americas. It's still gonna be. It's still gonna be split. But we can. You know what I'm saying? We can we can blend them shits a little better. You know, slowly blend them shits. We could blend them just a little bit better by um, breaking down some of these some of these institutions that are already set up. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. You know, I shit agree. that's been in place for the past two three hundred years. Like, come on, baby. It's time to upgrade that shit. You get a new iPhone every fucking year. We got the same laws from fucking 1865 or some shit like that. Like, come on, baby. Right. Make it make sense. Um, make the shit make sense. I can tell you right now, black and brown people, we push this country. If it wasn't for our culture, what, what, what the hell would this country be? A fucking saltine cracker. I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. And that's another thing I want to address, because I know you, you say black and brown, right? But let's keep it a buck, too, right? There's a lot. And I'm keep it Puerto Rican. Yeah, say it how you feel, right? Say it how you feel. Say that shit how you feel. I'm please, Puerto Rican, please. right? I'm Puerto Rican and I'm Jamaican, right? And I know and I live in a predominantly uh, Latino community. I don't like to say Hispanic because the term itself is fucking derogatory for anyone that truly knows history. So I say Latino, right? And even for me coming from a Latino community and growing up, I know there is a lot of fucking Latinos that do not fuck with blacks and they view oh. blacks worse. Then oh. whites do, bro. Am I preaching? Oh. <laughs> what? Bro, what? it is, it's disgusting how a lot of like uh, older Latinos view black people. They don't mm. view us as human beings. If anything, bro, I <laughs> I know, I don't want to, I'm not dropping names, but I know someone who is Wesley Snipes black. This motherfucker's charcoal, right? Puerto Rican dude, call this man black. See how he acts. CIX, you call him black and he's going to fucking lose his mind, right? When we when we get off the air, I want you to tell me his name because when I, I got need you. him, I'm gonna call that nigga uh chain smoke. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm but... gonna call him the N-word to his face. <laughs> but the point already are <laughs> <laughs> the point of matter, right? The point of everything is that they are so they want to be so far removed because they understand the concept that is ingrained with being black. That is how you that is how you subconsciously let other people know that you know what's going on, but you deny the fact. And then when it's brought to your attention, you say, oh, it doesn't fucking exist. If it doesn't exist, then what's so wrong with being black? My ex, I had a conversation with my ex. Um, <sighs> she, I was um, we were talking about black history. We were just talking about like the problems that we, that we go through as black and brown. And she tried to separate um, Latino and black. And she's Puerto Rican. Uh, and I told her. You know, you know that you know the history of Puerto Rico, right? You know, um, before Spain came to invade or whatever they did, y- y'all look black, right? Y'all were black, and she's like, oh, "I don't care, I'm Boricua." I'm like, it's like they don't care, like they know, but they 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 just don't want to accept the fact they don't want to. No. It, uh, like so you said, so. Jane Elliott, right? You said Jane Elliott was her name, the professor, yeah. the doctor, right? It's yeah. the same concept. They understand, bro. They I'm, I'm telling you, I know. I'm Puerto Rican, bro. I, I fucking know, motherfucker. I know, right? They understand the concept and the stigma that comes with being black, and that comes from gen. That comes from it being ingrained into your mind from the day since before you were born. Do you understand that how far it goes? So when I hear a motherfucker that tells me, oh, it was 400 years ago, right? It was 400 years ago. Please get over it. But you start talking about the Holocaust. Oh my God. You talk about 9-11. You you animal. No, never forget 9-11. 
Oh, <sighs> but you know, that was we, an inside job. Your own government. <laughs> that's a whole different story. That's a whole different government. That show you, do that. That show do you how to fuck the government feel about you. I will say, fucking listen, American citizen. I did a lot of research on that. Neglect, yes. Inside job, mm, neglect, hmm. yes. I don't know, brother. I don't know. I don't listen, know. That's a that's we, 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 a story we, we, for another day. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But yes, another time. But that's the, that's the point, man. That's the point that I'm making, right? Even yeah. even in Latino communities, man, when it when it comes down to the cause and it comes down to truly, truly understanding, right? I get it, bro. All lives matter. Yo, I'm with you, bro. I'm fucking with you. I'm here. But you can't say all lives matter. But when I say black lives matter, you're like, oh, hold on now. You're, you're taking it too far. No, it's we impossible. We don't need to get specific here. We don't need to yeah. get specific. It, exactly, right? Like, it's, what? Uh, no, Why no. put a color on it? Right. Why you got to put a color? Oh fucking no. We know, bro. All lives can't matter if black lives don't matter. It's the, fucking impossible. The, the irony of um, blue lives matter and all lives matter is that the capital, I, I hate, I, we always going back to the, to the capital, right? But I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of symbolism in what the fuck happened. That's there's all a, I'm gonna say. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you could break down on that whole event, that whole incident, whatever you want to call it. But insurrection, nigga. That's what the fuck I want to call it. Those people, yeah, those are the call it what it people. is. Yeah, say that shit what it is. Insurrection, but those are <laughs> the very same people that uh, say all lives matter, blue lives matter, but y'all beating the shit out of cops. Facts. Y'all killed the Yeah, beating them just like y'all beat black people. Isn't look at that. Isn't that crazy? You know what I'm saying? You know, ain't so, it crazy when the rabbit got the gun? Damn. <laughs> as a police officer, to look at this shit like this. What the fuck this shit feel like? <laughs> <laughs> All these boots coming down and shit. That's what this Yo, shit feels like. We gotta we, this we, not we, funny. I'm so sorry. I, look, I'm not trying to make light of the fact that this man lost his life. I'm not trying to make light of the fact that another one got beat with a fucking flagpole. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm not trying to make light of that fact, but what what I'm pointing out is the irony of this shit. Like, um, you got two sides that, you know, usually go kind of hand in hand when it comes to these situations. And they are, one side is beating the shit out of the <laughs> other side. The other side is just like, wait a whoa, this is not, I'm not supposed to, this ain't supposed to happen to me. Right. You know? Right. But Should have happened to anybody. To the night shift. Shout out Shout out to the Capitol Police night shift that came out there yep. and did what the fuck was supposed to happen. They was out right. there. They was on right. some shit shout that I was them. on some shit. Like, that's they, how I would have been getting They ready. Down. They were ready for Spread it. his feet. Spread their shits for him, bro. <laughs> they was out there body pushing ready. people. Like, fuck that. Y'all, y'all fuck with that. the day shift. Get out of somebody. <laughs> facts. Yeah. Big facts. This is the Capitol. And kick them off for the right. <laughs> Just... Right. Shoot yeah. And they fought. They tumbled down to those. They tumbled down those steep ass stairs. <laughs> Facts, bro. You know what? You talking about stairs now. You seen the shit where the dude was the motherfuckers in riot gear, day shift, of course. Walking this bitch down the steps, bro. Walking her Holding down her the steps. Hold can, are you okay, ma'am? Really? That bitch had no Did business being there in the first place. Did you have a good time? Did you yeah, get come on back now? Did you stop at the gift shop? Right. Come on, dog. She had no fucking it's business so- being there, bro. This bitch had, in, I think in one hand, she had signs saying like, you know, talking about, you know, whatever the whatever the issue was. And in the other hand, she was holding the cop's hand. 
You can't make this shit up. You just you just can't make it up, dog. That shows you. That shows the world. It shows the everybody the hypocrisy that there is a clear line drawn in the sand, in the dirt across this great nation. Yep. That one America exists for one group of people, and another America exists for the other. And they don't mix like water and oil. It only makes sense. But, and, you know, yeah. you see it. And what are y'all going to do about it? What do we, we ain't going to do shit about it. The world ain't going to do shit about it. Look, that's America. You no. know? No. God damn. No, I disagree. I'm going to tell you why. I personally always looked at America like a wife. Right? It's going to sound crazy, but check this shit out. You can't fucking live with her, but you damn sure can't live without her. Right? It's a love-hate relationship with America. But yeah. I also do believe, right, the longer you guys stay together... Right, depending on who, <laughs> the longer you guys get together, you guys, the longer you guys get to know one another, things start to change. <laughs> you are horrible, Mo. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> the longer you stay, right, the longer you get to truly know. I mean, sometimes you got to walk away, but if you got to leave, you got to leave, right? But the longer so, it works. So when is it time to cut ties and move on? When, when. Oh, but bro, when, when somebody is, is gonna be watching this, they no, 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 hold on. Problems. I, I know, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> you know what? They're gonna hate me you for this. Babe? Like, what the fuck? I'm sick he of this be, shit. He gonna be on the bed right by his wife, looking at his shoulder, soul and be like, "Bitch, it's time to go." I think, I, like, I think we, I think we need a divorce. <laughs> you know what? This bitch is America, and I'm a black man. That too. You don't give a fuck about me. But get up. She That's just how it go. He okay. Break up. He gonna Hold break on. With his I old was girl. He gonna break her ass up in an American flag and snatch her ass off the bed. Yo, he gonna break up with his ex. Yo, he gonna break up with his girl and call that bitch America. Listen. I I swear to God, I was on a good track. Hold on. You guys fucked me up. Listen, it's a love hate relationship, right? But no, seriously, 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 right? No, and this is also good, right? When it comes to a marriage and it comes to working things out, they ha there is a point in time, yes, there is, where you know to step away, right? And that just depends on values and what was broken. And maybe there's so much damage, right? Like if you drop a plate and you put it back together, it's never going to be the same. You do that three or four more times, you have dust. And that is when it's time to step away, right? But when it comes to America, right, and all the things that have happened, right, there is, right now I feel like we're, we're coming to a shift to where like we have everything that we need to move forward, right? And there's relationships out there that have last 60 years, 50 years and plus, but it takes time to get to know one another, understand the balance, right? Balance is everything when it comes to this. And it's right. just like a marriage. But with the analogy that I'm getting at is a marriage that works because it can work, bro. We can get past it. It takes the understanding and the commitment to mm. wanting to be better. That's right. For the marriage to work. That's right. It takes the understanding that I know where you're coming from. I completely understand what you're going through, baby. Yes. And I'm here for you. That's I'm right. here to make things better. Yes. But what can I do to help you? And then yes. listening, paying attention to what the whatever the fuck you ask, that yes. answer, and then implementing something to make sure that, you know, that comfortability is there. Yes. Because then you have trust, right? Mm. You got trust and you got faith. When I interrupted and said, when is it time to walk away? How much trust and how much faith have we as a people put into this nation? Mm. How many times have we been the bigger people and said, you know what? 
we're sorry. We shouldn't have been out late. You know, we, we, that, that boy shouldn't have been in that park unattended. The, we, we, there's always an excuse that has to be made, but nobody on that side ever has to take fucking uh, responsibility for their actions or where it, it, why it ended up where it is. So when, when is it time, you know, for people to be held accountable? And when, when is it time for us to say, you know what, fuck it, they'll never do it. So why, why, why keep, why stay in this fucking yeah. abusive ass relationship for this bitch who don't fucking listen? She beat you up all the fucking time, cheat on you and shit, treat you like shit. You know, you here all day working, you know, just trying to be the best you can be. You come home to this raggedy bitch, calling your names, spitting in your food, mm. pissing and shitting whatever the fuck you want to, and your ass gotta clean it up. Damn, no house training, no, no like, house no, training. That's no, America. Just a raggedy just bacon and beer, bro. Bitch. Bacon and beer, yeah. Bacon and, and guns. So you can't even do shit with the bitch because she got the strap on her at all times. So it's like, what you gonna do? You know, you no, did she, act up. She fuck around a fire on your ass. And I, and I, now what? You know, Self-defense. I was, I was afraid. What? I was afraid. I was fearing for my life. That don't apply to us. That don't apply to us, dog. Got to think about who we talking about. That's right. Talk about America. America. She a bad bitch, too. Bad bitch. Okay. You could take she that either way. That's a, that's a double entendre. Mm. Well said, Mo. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. It's like a, the game is handicapped, man constantly yeah. handicapped you know and as in every facet whether it's education you know because when you look at the the school to prison pipeline you know like the the schools the the reason i send my daughter to private school is because i i expect her to go to college one day you know and right. it's not me talking down on public school but looking at public schools bro they they look like a fucking a facility you know this doesn't look like someplace you're here to learn it looks like it looks like you locked up in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's insane. And for us to be such a a, a, a superpower in the world, you know, that superpower, that most of that currency that's funding that superpower is off of, still off of black backs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Black and brown culture. And Facts. yet we are still looked at the way we are by law enforcement and the judicial system and the professional sense. You know, it's crazy. It is crazy. And it's not to say that black people have it harder than anybody else. But at the same time, we kind of do. You know, it, no, 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 no. Say how you feel. We do. Yeah, we definitely we do. do. We, we, we definitely. We're not going to we're not going to pussyfoot around that. Let's keep it above. Yeah. I apologize for pandering to the audience. <laughs> a little bit. But regardless of the fact. Say that's how you feel. I want to dig into some stuff, right? Let's get to it. Let's just start digging our hands into some of this stuff, right? Uh, again, this is one of those episodes where we're we going to be cracking jokes. We're going to be laughing. We're going to be doing our thing. But we want to. We have points to come across. And one of the biggest ones that I want to discuss is what I witnessed not too long ago. And I'm going to be talking about law enforcement, right? Law enforcement and people of color, they're always, 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 always seems to be an extreme correlation, right? And it's not a good one. I personally, I know this is the case, right? I've worked with many different agencies, many different people, and I see when it comes to a black life, it is viewed as something negative, right? When you look at the videos they do training on, you look at the stuff that they're teaching a black person for whatever reason, nine out of 10 times is the sole focal point. Now, 
if you're working in a community that has an influx of drugs, right? Let's say you're working in a community of color, you're going to have people of color that you're going to deal with that are going to be criminals. I'm not denying that. That is a fact, especially when you look at the population. And that also goes into like a whole bunch of other shit when we come, we talk about like systemic racism and stuff like that. You're putting everybody in a group, in one little fucking, in, in one area. And of course you're going to have an uh, influx of crime. And of course there's going to be those people because they have no way out. Yeah, no resources, no help. Right. You know, you just you know, the the analogy. Uh, I hate to cut you off, but the, the analogy that my grandfather loves to share is that when you have, uh, say, you got um, uh, a pit of dogs, right? Mm-hmm. You got eight dogs. If all those dogs got a bowl for water, a bowl for food, and a house, you're not gonna have a lot of confrontation in there. You have a little bit of minor politics, you know, just to establish, you know, who's the big dog. But at the end of the day, it's gonna be pretty peaceful. Mm-hmm. If you take all of those dog bowls away and have one dog bowl for water, one dog bowl for food, and one house, there is going to be a lot of confrontation. That's and it's right. going to be almost constant. You take the resources out of something, and then you just expect people to just, all right, go ahead, make it. Pull Figure yourself it up by your bootstraps. Pull Stop being up. lazy. Stop being lazy. Just Another work. ML quote. Another MLK quote. How are you going to tell a man to pull yourself up by his bootstraps when he ain't got no fucking boots? I added a couple words in there, but it's, <laughs> it was an idea that I had got from the uh, the great ancestor there. I'm paraphrasing, Demi. You're going to tell somebody to pick, pull themselves up by their bootstraps and they ain't even got no fucking boots. Knowing damn well we don't got boots. That's the Holes in the socks. Mm. We ain't even got socks. Shit. Some of, some of us don't even have socks. Yeah. So yeah, it's, to get yeah, back to my up. point, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to like law enforcement and, and, and the way that they... Uh, dehumanize people of color and the way they demonize people of color, you know, it's, it's, it's beyond me. And every day we're seeing it. Literally a couple of hours ago, I just seen this nine-year-old girl, right, being placed in restraints and then pepper sprayed while in restraints. Now, some of the information that is unraveling, I, I again, I guess as the time passes, I'll get more information that's more concrete. But Mom calls the police because the girl has suicidations. We told you guys last episode what suicidations is, right? So the cops come, they show up. Now, I'm not 100% sure why they felt they need to put her in restraints. Personally, if I was on scene, I would have just waited and, and waited for her, uh, her father to show up if he was going to show up. Or if right. not, I wait for medical professionals to show up. That is my job. My job is not to make things and escalate things, right? So they're fighting to put this girl in restraints, which I don't understand. They finally get her handcuffed, and now they're trying to place her in their vehicle. Again, I don't understand because you're still waiting for medical professionals, right? Um, in the process of that, they're pulling on the girl's arms. They're fighting with her. She's telling them she's a kid. They're yelling at her, screaming at her, roughing her up. And it's it's highly unacceptable and unnecessary, mm-hmm. no matter what the terms are and why they're there. Then they they finally get a female officer. And I want to applaud that woman because I honestly do I honestly do believe she did everything in her power, right, to try to de-escalate the situation and still fill her role as a loyal police officer, okay? And when I say loyal police officer, I mean she's still doing her job to the best of her ability, right? right. So she's trying to de-escalate the situation. She's calming the girl down. But the one thing um, I can't get past, right, is we watch this guy put his gloves on, grab his bottle of uh, mace, pepper spray, whatever it is. He sprays the girl in the face after she's handcuffed kind of like a fuck you right or here's what you get for fucking making me go through all this work and then he slams the door 
Now, for those that do not know, that are not properly trained in these in, in using non-lethal weapons, when you spray someone, right, and there is no type of ventilation and you enclose them in that space, it is going to amplify tenfold. The girl is nine years old. The girl is suffocating, basically. That is torture. Uh, that is torture. You're torturing that nine-year-old girl. You're torturing a child. And for any- as her father. Mm, boy. As her father. Boy. Up on scene, it was going to be a fucking problem mm-hmm. as her father. I don't know what happened after the fact, you know, but I just... I hate to say some shit like I wish a motherfucker would because I don't want to have that type of mentality. But right. it's just like, if that happened I can't to imagine. Me. I can't imagine what my next move would be when I pulled up. That's called perspective, brother. So hey, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Can you imagine? Can no, you imagine? I don't. I don't. No. Because then I'm then now I'm putting the situation to where I'm gonna want to react, right? And I'm probably not gonna react the best way. And then here I am. <laughs> Not acting the best way, and, and I'm gonna put myself in a situation, and this right. is the fucking cycle that mm-hmm. happens every day. We are expected to be calm and be rational at all in times. These, in these times, these traumatizing and irrational, crazy ass times, we're expected to be more calm than the person that's trained for this type of interaction. You fear for your life. What the fuck do you think is happening in my mind right now? You got a gun pointed at me. You, you, you scared. Just, Can you imagine how fucking scared I am? I'm unarmed, family. You got backup. You got a whole squad. You got a utility belt, basically, to 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 um battle rings and shit. Battle rings. <laughs> but what are we trained? A bad decision is better than no decision. Right. That's right. Yeah. But two. That's what they say. But how, but how far does that go? Yeah. Well, it depends on what situation you're talking about. Right. You know. That's that's, that's, draw the line. That, that's the way the game them. goes. That's the yeah. way the game goes. And speaking as law enforcement at one point in time, you know how that is. You know, sometimes shit ain't always black and white. There there are gray areas. But when it comes to a lot this when it comes to being humane and treating somebody with dignity and respect, uh, that is always there. You know, right. we're supposed to be professionals. This isn't a game of get back, you know. Unless I, I seen this one, I seen this one uh, thing where somebody spit in this cop's face, and it was. Uh, oh I was yeah, a, uh, I, I, was like, I, I, I I'm gonna rock nah, this shit. I got you. Nah. I'm gonna rock yeah. this shit too. Yeah, I gotta rock but this I got shit. You. <laughs> you know, I can't let that fly. That 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 tit for tat game of get back, you know, is something that gets cops in deeper than things needed to go. It escalates shit, you know. And now you won. You know you won. You know, especially when somebody's already, especially somebody's already detained. But at somebody's what cost? Well, what cost? Depends on who sees it. Depends on who's backing you. Yeah. What DA is like, ah, oh, it's okay. It's all right. It's Yo. June. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> the sun was out that night? Oh, you're good. It's fine. It's stupid shit like that, bro. But I can tell you what. You know what's funny? I got a little secret, right? Do you know, for all the years that I've done law enforcement, I have never, except one time, I have never, right, been able to not de-escalate the situation while talking. Seriously, I've never had an incident where I did not, I cannot just talk my way out of a situation. There was only one time I could not. And even then, just somebody else shit? came. No, I'm talking like, no, I, I can literally show up and talk somebody off the fucking ledge. I've done it multiple times. 
Mm, you motherfuckers have Samoa. seen me do shit I like that. You with the big Samoan. You remember that? No shit? draws. Remember that no shit? Draws. Yeah. Yeah, I remember so, that shit. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, you know what? I was thinking about this the other day, actually, right? So I'm gonna tell y'all a little story, right? We show up. It was a it was a fucking DV, bro. It was a domestic. Um, this this Samoan dude, he was fucking huge, man. I don't know how big he was, but he was massive. Gotta be 310. And I'm talking, I was He's gonna eat me up for lunch, bro. I show him like backup. Maui. Yo, and I'm Worse. his backup. I'm his backup. Yes, <laughs> this motherfucker is my backup, bro. <laughs> and we pull up to the spot, and we're just like, um, like, what's going on? And he was upset. When I tell you, this man was, ang- he had a right to be angry too. He was angry. He was mm-hmm. like, yo, she's fucking cheating on me. She's fucking around with one of her coworkers. I'm here with the kids all day, and this bitch, she- I'm gonna go over there right now. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Chill. Calm down, big fella. Hey. That's I didn't. I, did I call it big fella? I know yeah, I was like, you yo, called him big fella. You called it big fella. <laughs> I was wild. I'm a wild dude when I'm on scene, but I was like, yo, just chill. And I was like, talk to me, bro. Talk to me. And I was like, you know what? I understand what you're going through. And when I start rapping to this dude, he calmed down. He even took a seat, right? And I was like, are you okay? You want me to get you uh, some slippers? He has some big ass feet too. You want me to get some slippers for you? When we go in the house and get your stuff, he's like, nah, I'm good. And then um, we talk. And then the other, go ahead, bro. And I'm kicking ad libs whole time because remember I'm here too. So while yeah. he's, he, you just imagine me in the background, you know what I'm saying? Like it was. It was I it love was our day. dynamic when we was I at work because it I was so too, fucking legit. And he, <laughs> you know, he was yeah, were ooh, she did what? Yeah. He fucking who? I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Dog. I'll be no. mad too, man. Fuck that bitch, yo. Hell no. He was stupid, bro. Mo is fucking crazy. So we calm the dude down. The other cops come. I let them deal with her, right? Let her let them get her side of the story. And there was like, um, they finally came over the radio. They was like, hey, listen, I think he hit her. She had something in her eye, whatever. And I was like, he's like, we gotta bring him back. So no bullshit. I swear to God, I cannot make this up. I was like, hey, listen, they she's alleging that you hit her, right? I you know, if she has any marks at whatever, then you hit her. And I asked, did you hit her? He said, I think I did. I said, okay, well, I think you're gonna have to come back with us. All right. And he's like, all right. So I was like, go ahead and stand up for me. And I start patting this dude down. This is where I knew this motherfucker had no draws, bro. This is the next level. So he goes, bro. He goes. I stand him up. He had like um his little Samoan skirt. I don't know what you call it. I don't want to be offensive, but like a little skirt. I call it a skirt, but yeah, it's a it's skirt. It's like a, a kilt, right? Yeah. Uh it's like silk. Shit was kind of see-through, but I didn't realize I put my gloves on and I start searching him and I was like, yo. My man ain't got no trolls on, bro. So I do my thing, whatever. I was like, are you good? He's like, yeah, I'm good. I had to wait. He had to use two cuffs. He was that big. Yep. Put him in the Damn. back of my car. He yeah, was huge. I had to give him my cuffs, too. Massive. Massive. <laughs> I can't make this up, bro. Like, he was huge. He even had to sit at an angle because he couldn't fit in the back seat. Yep. So then he gets in the back seat, and I'm just talking to him. Like, listen, bro. I don't know what happened. I understand, you know, uh, you know, passions are high right now. And I gave him a dad talk, like, you can't be, you, your wife is small, man. You could have killed her. You got kids. He's like, I know, I know. And like, that's not cool, man. He's like, I know. Yeah, bro. Didn't he have scratches on his face too, though? Like, they was fighting. It wasn't, it wasn't he just beat her ass or no shit like that. Like, she, True. she, had, she yeah, had he did, he him. did. Yeah. Yeah, she did. After, like, I think he took her phone or some shit like that. Yeah, that's what happened. But regardless, regardless of the fact, so... I put old boy in the back seat, man. We driving off, we're having a conversation. <laughs> and then I was like, yo, you like music, man? And I never forget this shit because I think Mo was behind me. I was like, you like music? And he was like, yeah. I was like, yo, this new little Dicky album dropped. You want to hear this shit? <laughs> like, yo, that's my shit. 
So I put the song on. I'm blasting the song in the car, but we're driving. I started swerving and shit. He's laughing. He's having it like he's he feels better, you know. And Mo called me like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on? You okay? are you crying? Like, are you tuffling? Are, are, are you yeah. tuffling? So, he's like, <laughs> so so on this day, on this day, yes. I was his backup, but we had so many extra vehicles that I got my yes. own vehicle. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. So he had a cage. I didn't have a cage, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I, he transported him. So I'm following him. And I could see, like, they turned up in there. So I'm like, wait the fuck it. Like, I see a whole bunch of... Swerving and moving wait and a, shit. Wait a minute. And I know with a cage, it ain't no way this big bastard was going to get his hands on it. So, man, hold, what the fuck are you doing, bro? What are you, he's like, oh, you this new little dicky slap. <laughs> <laughs> we jamming out, bro. We jamming Yo, out. <laughs> we was, we was, we was, we had a good time, bro. And you know what? That's how it always was with me. Like, I was always the cool cop. You know what I'm saying? I was always chill. And we finally got back. We processed, oh boy. But the, the difference in how I treat somebody with dignity and respect, right? I never, ever, ever, as law enforcement, took it that extra step to dehumanize anybody, regardless of right. how big they were, how little they were, or how I felt about what was going on. I treat you as a human being the way I want to be treated. And you that's know, not reciprocated. I think that's something that we can all relate to because, um, and I can I can speak my, for myself on this. If I was to do anything remotely close to dehumanizing the person, while on duty, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. I have a very bad, like I have a conscience where like, if I done something guilty, it'll show. And it will, it will legit bother me on my day-to-day, um, you know, whatever I'm doing. Yeah. So um, when you have a job like that, man, do you have to go in with a clear conscience? Because if not, it's, that, that just shows what type of person you are, because maybe you should get, if you're doing sick shit like that on the regular and you don't feel bad about it, man, you should really get checked. This whole defund the police, which I feel like is a dumbass fucking idea. That's dumb. Uh, if anything, funds should be reallocated throughout the police force. Right. Rather than defunding because those things should be put more into training and more programs put in place to, you know, better make make sure that these police are taken care of. It's a dangerous mm-hmm. fucking job that these men have, men That's and right. women have, you know? Mm-hmm. But my original point was the fact of it's it's ingrained in the culture of America to look at us that way. And that's why it's two it's two cities, bro. It's two separate realities that we live in. And the other side will never be able to truly see what we go through. But they get a good glimpse because it's all videotaped. You know? Um man, there's some sick people out there that look at those videos and some some people look at it as entertainment. Or they'll use the excuse, or we well, we don't know what ha- we don't know what happened before it was recorded. Honestly, yeah. it doesn't matter. In a lot of in a lot of cases, it do- it doesn't matter what wasn't recorded for a person to be in restraints, getting their ass kicked, or having their knee on their neck for like almost eight minutes, however long it was. Too beyond fucking eight long. minutes. Yeah, beyond eight long. minutes. Way too fucking long. So that right there is a cop out. If you are one of those people that are that are trying to, um, you know, look for excuses on justify that to, bullshit, tr- try to justify the bullshit when you know that shit is inhumane. You wouldn't do that shit in a one on one fight. So why the fuck does a cop have the right to do that? If you have the, if you're making up those excuses, you are a racist. You are a piece of shit, and you are a part of the fucking problem. Absolutely, Back. absolutely. It's crazy. We see it all the time, man. I see it all the time. And it's kind of fucking sickening when you think about it because when people say, oh, I'm not racist because of X, Y, and Z, nine out of 10 times you are. Let's just mm. keep it a buck. Nine out of 10 times, even if you're not, then the fact that you had to come out and say that to justify it means that you say some borderline shit 
to begin with. Yeah, right. Am I right or wrong? Because Absolutely there's no right. reason for you to fucking have to say it if you're not. We should just be like, yo, okay, you cool. That's it. It is what it is. Right. But it's not the case, man. When you got to fucking sit there and justify it, it's it's something else. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. You know, that's what we're talking We're talking about all that shit combined. There's also people that I'm seeing, um, which is becoming more prevalent, that are down for the cause. Right? They're down for the cause. Oh, they're out there chanting, marching, Black Lives Matter, and they're like, you know, we're all equal. Why can't we all get along? But they're also the same people that still have those deep-rooted feelings that don't view other people as the same. Right? And then there's also other people out there Right, that feel like, oh, I'm not racist. I have a black girlfriend. Mm. I'm not racist. Uh, my cousin's black. I'm not racist. Here's my black son. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so just because you like black body parts does not mean you like black people. All right. Just because you have black family doesn't mean you have black problems. And that's another thing, right? Everybody wants to be down and with the shits until you're with the shits, right? You cannot pick and choose what you like of something. It's either all or nothing, right? It's either you truly understand that this is another human being or you don't. Right. I, I, that's that's what it comes down to. We, we talk about um, Tale of Two Cities and there's a um, an obvious separation, right? And I, I, I hate to bring it back to race. You know, I, I hate to just base it solely on race because we're talking class or economic class. You know, there are a lot of factors that go into um, interactions and the way uh, people get ahead here in this country, right? And, um, you know, when we look at the relationship between colored folks and police, you know, we look at the allies that come out to support, you know, to show that they pissed off too. And, you know, there's something obviously broken in the system. You know, there are the one of the things that I've noticed and that people try to downplay is that there are also um, I don't want to call them anarchists. There's another word that I'm thinking opportunist opportunist that just want to fuck shit up, you know, and when when that type of shit happens, you know, it it makes everything look like it's for nothing, you know. No matter if we're angry or not, you know, I, I'm i cool with riding. I completely understand, you know, a motherfucker's frustrated that you're unheard. You got to do what the fuck you got to do, right? right you right. hear me now? Are you paying attention now? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's other people who are out here. It was just like, it's, they're taking advantage of the fact that like, oh yeah, well, or even uh, inciting the shit sometimes, you know? Humans are, uh, uh, we, we all have a mob mentality. We all got a gang mentality. It's a tribal a tribal mentality that we all have. If emotions are high and somebody throws a punch, there's gonna be another punch coming. That's all. That's just the way shit rocks, you know. Right. So, you know, I was I was thinking about this shit because I looked at it again the way the Capitol riot was portrayed versus the way Black Lives Matter protests are portrayed versus a celebration for a hockey team. Or, you know what I'm saying, uh, someone celebrating in that manner. The the way they portray things through the media, mainly, you know, because it's they're always playing a they're always playing that card. It's the same thing with natural disasters. The it's a biggest tale of, it's a tale of two cities, is what I was trying to get to. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, there's always a in between. 
either or. Yeah. No, it's like you look at one thing through a certain rose-colored lens, and then the other one is like, and this is the darkness of the dark. You know, like the fuck. So, um, a lot of the viewers that's watching this, that's going to be watching this, I'm pretty sure everyone knows of the name Jane Elliott. So, Jane Elliott, if you can look up on YouTube, uh, the, an experiment that she did de- a, a few decades ago. I think it was in the '70s, where she uh asked a classroom full of students, um, would you trade? would you live in the black man's life? Will you be a black man for, for a day and no one raised their hand? That right there is proof that they know that the bullshit that's going on with black people and they don't want no part of it. They don't want to live that shit. So it's out of sight, out of mind, like you said, say. But don't take, for, don't, don't take, you know, what I'm saying as truth. Look it up on YouTube, Jane Elliott. You just look up her name and I guarantee it'll come up. And it really gives you perspective yeah. on how deep our problem is. And that's- I'll leave it at that. Mic drop. So, <laughs> as always, you know, yeah. this concludes our episode, right? Um, we definitely appreciate all of our fans out there listening to us and, uh, you know, staying in tune. We also got a little surprise for you guys, right? As we said, we are now on Apple and Spotify and wherever the fuck else you're listening to your podcast, we are there, right? So, please, if you guys are out working out, running, or doing anything else, you know, Go ahead and hit your uh, hit whatever platform you're using for your podcast and go ahead and stream us, right? We promise to continue to live the best quality of content that we can. We got some fire for you guys, brother Mo. And if if we are not on whatever you because I know people listen to their podcasts on different platforms, if we're not there, let us know and we will be there. Mm. All right. So if you got a if you got a certain stream that you like to fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Let us know in the comments below and we'll, we'll slide over there too to make sure we represent just for y'all. All right? That's right. Whenever you call me, <laughs> no. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yo, wait, no, nobody caught that shit. Bro. But uh, like we said, right? Please like and subscribe. And as always, remember, say that shit how you feel. Say how you feel. Say, it with say your chest. that shit. How you feel every time. Mm. Don't hold every it back, time. man. Fuck it. Fuck they it. don't Say like it. it. It is what it is, baby. That's right. It is what it is. Facts. Yeah. What they said. So I'm Say. I'm free. And I'm Mo. Y'all have a good one, man. Peace, family. Much love to you. <laughs>